beautiful and amazing people it has been a while since i've been in my podcast floor but here we are again today and let me start off by saying that we need to unpack the illusion called i'm just a person with a good heart and i am just a serving person let me tell you something and let me shatter the idea that you have of being a good-hearted person the people including myself that claim they are good-hearted people simply because they extend grace and understanding and love and compassion and hold space and so many other things that I could say about it towards other people unless you give yourself that same grace love understanding um compassion and furthermore you are not a good-hearted person i feel like saying that we are good-hearted people simply because we run past ourselves and neglect ourselves to overextend ourselves to accommodate others doesn't make us good-hearted people i'm sorry the weather is weathering on the background and also my washing machine is on so if you hear shambles that's life happening but you're used to it when you listen to my podcast um usually yes um the people that label themselves or their others label as good-hearted people are people that show up for others more than they show up for themselves and i think that as a generation we need to stop praising people and praising ourselves when we give so freely to others what i have come to learn as a person who's always been seen as i'm lying who's been seen a lot of the times as someone who is so understanding um a lot of the relationships that I've been in, people have been like, oh, I've never been understood. Like, you understood me. No one's ever me the, ever given me the grace that you've given me. No one's ever tried to understand me like you did. Yeah, but at what cost, though? Right? I used to feel like, oh, I'm literally... People can't be without me. People can't... Um, um, I will literally leave such a mark on people and they will always remember me and I literally do anything and everything just to support other people and um, I was priding myself in how I would show up for people and how I would make them feel whilst I was literally leaving myself starving and I've come to find out that having a balanced life of putting yourself first knowing who you are first showing up for yourself first so that you can show up into the world is actually really healthy and that can still equal to you having a good heart and there is so many podcasts and so many books and so many everything where people literally uplift the good-hearted people and where they talk down on people that aren't overextending and overgiving and doing all of that and I really wish for all the people that are feeling attacked or are feeling spoken to by what I'm saying, that you will only be as good hearted of a person as you have a good heart towards yourself. You're not going to be a good hearted person by starving yourself and giving every single bit of yourself to the rest of the world. Listen, this washing machine is doing the most. Is. Like, it's literally trying to be the lead role of this podcast and i needed to calm down but 
Yeah, so the reason why I've come to this podcast is because, as you guys know, I am having a very long journey of getting closer to myself and learning who I am and unlearning who I'm not without my trauma. And um, that is a journey that seems to come to an end at times, but then it doesn't because then there is something new. I do have to say that the things that I discover are less impactful in the sense of in the beginning of my journey of unpacking and unlayering, I would say that I would feel very unbalanced a lot of the times. I would feel very unstable. I would feel as if a lot of things would literally um, remove the floor from under my feet, basically. And I really feel like now when something occurs or where things happen, um, when things hurt my feelings, when connections end, when trauma comes up, when old patterns are being exposed, it's more of like, hmm, okay, and I have the space and I have the balance to just take a few steps back and just look at my life and be like, hmm, okay, what is it telling me? What do I want to do with this information? And how can I move to a space that is working with me and working for me? And that is coming from a good place. And I feel like, listen, love, are you all right? There's a lot in there, to be honest. I'm washing my um, my robes. And they're really heavy. I'm sorry. There's one person who said that I was really weird for taking ropes out of hotels without obviously paying for it. But these are ropes from hotels. I think they belong to me because I pay a lot of money for those hotels. They shouldn't have put it there if they didn't want me to take it. Anyway, um, back to the story at hand. I just simply feel like we pride ourselves into being good people and into being, we pride ourselves for always showing up for others. Um, but we are not really looking at what, um, what place we are moving from. Let me put myself center in this story again so you can maybe relate and apply it to your own personal um, story. I feel like I've moved from a place of saying yes to things and showing up for people and going the extra mile and overextending myself because I felt like if I didn't, I wasn't lovable enough. I wasn't a good friend. I wasn't a good sister. I wasn't a good aunt. I wasn't a good daughter. I wasn't a good classmate. I wasn't a good coworker. The amount of times that I've overworked myself for people that didn't give a single shit about if I was alive or dead, um, because they asked me to do um, an extra shift, and I'd be like, oh shit, now I have to say yes, or I'd lose my job, or I'd be a bad co-worker, or they would think that I don't care, so I said yes. So it was very often not from the place of actually having a good heart that I was doing the things that people labeled me good-hearted for. So... I was actually being perceived and portraying myself subconsciously in a way of having a good heart, according to the standards of this term, terminology of having a good heart. But 
as a matter of fact, I wasn't having a good heart because I wasn't even doing anything with my heart. I was doing it from desperacy, need of acceptance, need of being good enough, need for validation and so many other fears and needs included. And I think that if we look at the people that we are labeling as good hearted people and the people that we are labeling as not good hearted people in society, we kind of create this norm that you have to overextend yourself to be perceived as a good hearted person. And once you have boundaries and once you honor how you feel, as rude as that may be sometimes, um, or as rude as that may feel to somebody else sometimes, because being rude is never really a good thing. But sometimes you honoring yourself and honoring your boundaries can be perceived as rude or cold hearted or stern or whatever you want to label it. Um, but we label them as wrong, which then subconsciously triggers you to want to overextend subconsciously because who doesn't want to be a person that is perceived as a good person with a good heart? We all want to be loved. We all want to be seen. We all want to be appreciated. We all want to be seen as someone that is um, nice and that is loved and that is loving others we don't want to be seen as someone that is an asshole at least a lot of the people don't want to be seen like that and um yeah it just really has been a theme for me that sometimes overextending myself and honoring people's needs and listening to what other people feel um can really for me still be on the forefront without me trying to but it's such a habit for me to put other people first that I forget to check in with myself sometimes like I've even discovered that when someone asked me can you do this for me I'd be like yeah and then once the day comes I start to feel like a knot in my stomach and I start to feel like raw like I actually never wanted to do this I'm so accustomed to showing up for people that I don't even consider if this also is within my needs, within my capabilities, within my wants, within my, within anything that I want, within anything that I feel, within my scope, as they would say in customer service. So moving from a place of pretending to make it look good is not genuine. And that is a very hard pill to swallow. I feel like for me, um, feeling like I'm not genuine because I'm moving from a place of fear and I actually have alternative motives, even though subconsciously, doing things just so I'm perceived as a good friend, first of all, confirms the belief of myself that I don't believe that I'm a good friend, um, which is something that we really do not want to talk about. But also, it has me showing up as other things than I am. Because if I would show up as I am, I wouldn't do what I'm doing from this place. And maybe I wouldn't even be doing what I'm doing. And an interesting turn for me was realizing that I've been putting off having non-negotiables. I feel like having a good heart and being a good person for me 
was trying to be understanding and trying to see where people come from to the point where I was being so understanding that I was allowing the understanding to overshadow how I truly felt about it. Like, I can understand where you're coming from and why you're moving the way you're moving. I can understand who you are and what you need and still not be able to provide it, still not be wanting to provide that and still not wanting to show up for this. I felt like that was me being a horrible person. And once you write down non-negotiables and actually show up for yourself in honoring those non-negotiables, you have to really sit down with yourself and be like, if someone does one of these non-negotiables, I have to draw the line because I am not negotiating my peace of mind because I set up this non-negotiable because it makes me uneasy, not because it triggers me and confronts me with something, but this is not something that I experience to be pleasant or that I want to be dealing with. Therefore, I'm not going to negotiate with you or anybody else about this thing. And if you do show me that, you can decide for yourself if you want to cut people off the first time they show you or the second time. But anyway, it's a non-negotiable, right? It really made me realize because I was really struggling with honoring. I've wrote down non-negotiables. I was struggling to realize why it was so hard to follow through the non-negotiables. And that made me realize that following up with your non-negotiables means that you're standing face to face with the fear of being rejected, with the fear of not being good enough, with the fear of ending up alone, with the fear of never having friends, with the fear of never having a family, with the fear of losing everything and everybody, with the fear of... um Oh, there's so many fears that come with non-negotiables. I can't even name all the fears that come up. They do, they do not all, all apply to me. But having non-negotiables is a scary fucking thing. And it's a very real thing to do with and for yourself. It's very confrontational. It's very honest. It's very raw. And holding yourself accountable to that... Um, it's really hard. And I feel like sometimes, yeah, we learn from primary school or even before that, from when we learn to play with each other and interact with each other, we learn to look at other people's feelings first. Like if you look at kids in primary school, we learn that you should not hit somebody, you should not um, hurt somebody's feelings. We even actively talk to kids about do you see what that has done to the other person do you see what you did to that person can you see that that person is now crying which indirectly or directly makes very young human beings feel responsible for the feelings of other people therefore we start to build mechanisms around people pleasing and what I try to do with the kids is I try to make the kids very aware of their feelings and then explain that because of how you feel, sometimes you can't see the other person. So therefore, even though you feel what you feel, see if it works for you to create room to have them both simultaneously exist next to each other and then see if you can make a decision that works for the both of you. 
that honor your feelings that you're having and that doesn't hurt their feelings in the process. And I feel like we don't focus on that too much, like in life. We don't learn that in school. Like I remember um, in school, we learn to just sit quiet because other people can't focus. We learn to just um, not be different because it's too much work for the teacher. We learn that in the household, you need to be careful because mom is tired. You need to not yell because your mom is working, right? So from a very young age, we're conditioned to pay attention to how other people feel more than how we feel. And I have definitely been conditioned to that. Having a mom and a dad that were very focused on how they felt and overlooked what I needed... And them kind of being helpless in a certain sense made me hyper aware to other people's feelings. I had to tiptoe in order for me not to trigger things. I had to behave in ways that were causing the less, uh, the least um, responses from them. So I've been literally conditioned to behave in ways that didn't tick off people that didn't um, overshadow people, that didn't trigger people. And I've just been learning to forget about myself in the process because no one looks at me anyway, and to just make sure that everybody else is good. And no matter how much work I've done, we are still in the process of unlearning that because you have to imagine that with everything that you think and everything that you do, your brain is um, creating connections. And that means that from when you're a child and you are starting to learn things until now, I think that I haven't done the research and I don't know the exact numbers. I actually read it before when I was doing some research on ADD, but I can't remember the exact numbers. But I feel like in years, we make like hundreds of thousands, if not millions, connections in our brain. And if it's all from an unhealthy and toxic place and overcompensating and survival place, um, when you work on yourself, you have to rewire a lot of the connections manually by doing the work. And even though sometimes a domino effect is created, I feel like every time we grow, we see the world a bit differently and then we discover new connections that are still related and wired from that time. So I feel like I unraveled so much and I've discovered so much, but I didn't realize that in my most loving connections where I felt like I could really be myself and I felt like I had the most work to do in romantic relationships, that's what I felt like. To now discover that even in my friendships and even in my workplaces and even um, in the relationship with my sister, for instance, um, I am learning that I'm still overcompensating. I'm not honoring my boundaries and I am pleasing people. Well, in between brackets, because what you learn as you become more aware and as you become older and as you get closer to who you are in the essence, you are starting to realize that it's not even beneficial or productive for your well-being to overshadow yourself or to overcompensate yourself because anything that doesn't serve you at your core is not serving anything that you're in contact with so anything that 
doesn't serve you at your core, which obviously overcompensating is not serving you at your core, not having healthy boundaries and moving from a genuine place, it's not serving you at your core, which then ultimately means that it's not serving your relationships. People will notice, people will take advantage of you or people respond to that energy um, with a similar energy. And I really believe that that you can't have a healthy and happy relationship with friends or with family or with yourself that is truly serving who you are if you are not honouring who you are. And you might not always notice it. You might not always think, oh, you might not have horrible friendships. Because at the end of the day, even though you have work to do and even though you're not always moving from a genuine place, um, you can still have genuine connections. But how it will show up is that people will disrespect your boundaries that people will um people will basically model the behavior that you show them so if you do not honor your boundaries and if you do not stand up for yourself and if you overcompensate they will over ask you and they will overlook certain things of you because you are not not acknowledging them and therefore when i say that having a good heart or being a servant person is a myth Simply because the way it's being perceived in podcasts, once again, on social media, on TV, I don't care where it is, is the glorifying of people that are neglecting themselves for the better in between brackets of other people. And it's not something that you should pride yourself with. You are living with yourself every single day. You are literally in a relationship with yourself until death does you part and then you're still together right you have to move for you you have to move gracefully from a place of happiness you have to create a life and an environment and involve it with people that actually genuinely spark joy in you and that actually make you happy you do not have to suffer or have to overextend or overcompensate to be worthy of anything you are worthy because you're born and because you're here you are worthy because you are you you are worthy because you are that's your birthright that's it you do not deserve the way you treat yourself you do not deserve the things that other people put you through and you do not deserve what you put yourself through as a result of how other people made you feel. And I just want to be that reminder that being a good-hearted person only counts if you are good-hearted to yourself, if you are checked in with yourself, if you feel your heart space, if you love yourself, if you choose things that warm your heart from the inside, and if you make choices that honor the essence of who you are. And I really don't ever want you to forget that because you did not come on this earth to suffer. You did not come here to pay for other people's mistakes. You did not come here to live as a servant of other people and that shouldn't be your aspiration. You living your life and honouring yourself will serve the people that are in your life naturally. You do not have to do anything for that. You being your amazing, beautiful, loving self is going to serve yourself 
first and then all the other people in your life simply because you are yourself. And I want you to remember that you have to put yourself first. There is no one that can live your life for you. There is no external validation, external appreciation, external affirmation, external anything that is going to factually improve the essence of who you are. Because if anything, it's you that has to let anything that is external in. It is you that has to do the work. It is you that has to put one foot in front of the other. It is you that has to eat. It is you that has to go to the gym. It is you that goes to sleep. It is you that has to love. It is you, 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 you. Of course, there are things that can contribute But you allow them in. Everything that has to do with your life begins and ends with you. And I really want you to remember that. And I'm going to say one thing again. You did not come on this earth to serve others. You did not come on this earth to be an in-between brackets, good-hearted person for everybody else but yourself. You did not come on this earth to suffer. You deserve peace. You deserve a soft life. You deserve to be chosen by yourself, to be seen, to be heard, to be loved, to be appreciated, to be extended to by yourself. And by you doing all of that for yourself, the rest of your environment will enjoy that. And they will reap the benefits of what you are sowing in yourself. With that being said, I'm going to end the episode for today. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you tuning in. Have an amazing day, night or morning. And yeah, thank you for listening.